Welcome back to another episode of Royalty Basketball. I'm Austin. I'm, of course, here with Brendan. Hello, hello. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TixFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TixFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want and BAM! It's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Uh, we wanted to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, TickBlitz. Go ahead and check them out. We're part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at uh, Royalty Podcast. Uh, let's jump into it, man. We've had a, two really good games, in my opinion. What are your thoughts on our... Uh, let's do the Warriors game first. How about... Yeah, I mean, going against the best team in the league, who we very likely could see in the first round, hopefully not. But the last three games against this team had been decided by a total of 10 combined points. Every time we play this team, it's super entertaining. And this one didn't break away from that at all. No, it didn't disappoint at all. I mean, we saw another triple-double from, or another double-double from Marvin Bagley. 28 points, 14 rebounds. I think that the, these games against the Warriors are helping people realize that the Kings are no joke. I yeah. think that this kind of has helped. I mean, honestly... If we do face them in the first round, it's going to be a really fun series. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, I I mean, I, I still think maybe we take like one game against Golden State. But Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins or I'm sorry, Kevin Durant in the post game was like, this is the fourth game in a row that we should have lost to this team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I actually saw that too. I was pretty stoked about it. Yeah, and one big takeaway, very specific, was that Bagley kept getting matched up against Durant. And I actually saw an open court video with the four top draft picks of this year's draft. And the they asked all of them, you know, who was your idol growing up that when you played them, it's like, wow, I'm really playing this guy. And Bagley said two different guys. He said Giannis, which was interesting because Giannis is still pretty new. And, yeah, Giannis is pretty young. But to yeah. be fair, Marvin Bagley's a baby. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> Durant was his other one. So okay, it was cool to neat. see that matchup knowing it. And there were four times that Bagley went for like a fade almost or pulling up on Durant and Durant ripped it from him on the way up. And I was just like, man, like he just needs to swing it around so he's not bringing it in the same place and Durant will hit him on the arm. And in at the end of the fourth quarter, he did that one time and drew a foul. And it was so cool to see Durant like shaking his head like, okay, he got it. And he came up and actually like, tapped Bagley and said good work you know like it, it was cool to see that like you saw the progress in Bagley learning slowly in game and I'm sure for him his idol doing that was an amazing moment yeah definitely it yeah that'd be pretty sweet I mean imagine imagine scoring who's your basketball idol if you had to pick one Pff, probably Rondo really yeah how weird right 
of everybody yeah i mean fan? just for some reason like i that was always my guy and okay, even like my dad would watch me in high school he's like you got those moves from rondo i'm like you know i didn't even realize but that definitely is a rondo move uh that's kind of funny i figured it would be like kevin garnett paul pierce maybe yeah, i don't know why Larry i always Bird. like like the hustle guy that's not the big name necessarily Okay, fair enough. I mean, near the end of it, he was kind of the big one of the big names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who mine would be, honestly. It's kind of a toss-up between Tim Duncan. Okay. And James Harden. I yeah, I figured Harden was in there. Like, imagine <laughs> if you did the, the double step back to James Harden and he dapped if you up. If any of them, I feel like I could score on James Harden. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's no defense there, dude. I don't know uh, about scoring on Tim Duncan. No, there's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. Rondo would sun um, me. <laughs> uh, so, Steph, I mean, as I was watching the game, we, we had a pretty – I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but we had a pretty decent lead. Uh, and I remember actually turning to my girlfriend who was sitting there watching it with me. I said, we're going to find a way to lose this game. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, Steph hit a three, and I was like, okay – that's it. It's game over. And she's like, what are you talking about? That was just one three. And I was like, Steph, when he heats up, is one of, is like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. When Steph gets hot, you really can't stop him. Yeah. I just and find my head uh, in my hands. I'm like, dude, what is happening right now? Of course, after that, after that, he hit that three, the Warriors went on a huge run. And, uh, but we ended up staying in it. I think kind of like we had a pretty good lead. The Warriors made a comeback, and then we kind of almost made a comeback. So what did you think of the altercation, quote-unquote altercation, on the sideline between Buddy and Jaeger? So I did a lot of digging, actually, because I was like, <laughs> what are they arguing about? You know, like everyone was I assuming it was that 30-footer, but like yeah. I, I didn't find any – any like hard evidence with that necessarily i did see something that you could hear on the warriors broadcast that after they were arguing a little bit you heard jaeger turn and walk away and he's like if you want to f and coach this team then coach the team i was like oh, yeah damn like <laughs> i actually watch it i watched it on a Warriors stream yeah because i stream all my stuff <laughs> through buff streams shout out to you know r slash nba streams the plug um <laughs> exactly uh, and you could actually hear them both yelling. And I don't remember exactly what Buddy said. It was somewhere along the lines of, but I made the shot. Okay. And then KD came over and was even kind of in it, kind of laughing. And they both kind of looked at KD and smiled. So I think we can confirm that KD to Sacramento in the offseason. Oh, yeah. First and foremost. Easily. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. Yeah, you know, I mean, dude, I can't help but think, though, that when Buddy caught the ball at the very last play, that, oh, my God, I was like, he's going to shoot this right now. And I was so oh, I ready for it. He wanted to. You could tell. And then he no, just he stopped. Could. And, like, that had to be because of getting yelled at before. And, like, no, I understand where Jaeger's from and coming from. I mean, he shot from the freaking logo. But it went yeah, in, he and he was 0 of 9 bad. before that. So yeah, like, he's kind of cold. <laughs> yeah, but it is your score, you know? Like, I'd have nobody else rather do that. And then after the game, he's like, oh, I'm shooting that shit every time. Like, I should have shot yeah. that. 
And I think if he would have shot the three, he was relatively open. I think he had a better chance of making that three than driving in like that. Yeah, and even after he drove, Bogdanovich was open in the same spot where he took off from at the top of the three, and he just was so tunnel visioned on taking it that. He, I mean, I would have rather had Buddy taking the shot than Bogey because no offense to Bogey, but after he hit that shot against the Lakers, his confidence skyrocketed, and he started putting up some really bad shots. That's true. Who, <laughs> by the way, he, just moved back into the starting lineup. I noticed that. That was uh, that's interesting, and it kind of scared me seeing that he was supposed to be lined up against Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, that was I was not looking because forward to that matchup. He's one hundred percent outsized. Oh yeah, he's not fast enough to make make up for his size disadvantage, and just outskilled too. But if he hit that shot against the Warriors to win the game, he would have been chucking up shots from like. <laughs> The other team's free throw line. That's fair. So I'm I, glad. I'm glad that he didn't get that shot opportunity in a weird way. If yeah. he would, I mean, I obviously would have rather won the game. Kind of sucks to get swept by the Warriors, but it's understandable because it's the, it's the Warriors. Yeah, um, I do feel like that he will stop chucking as much because he's not. He he was running the bench, so when he was with the bench unit, he was the guy pretty much. I mean, Bagley's in there too, but Bagley's playing with the starters a lot, it feels like. So I feel yeah, like he, he, he thought that he was the guy in that lineup, so he was just doing too much. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, seeing Bogey lined up against Kevin Durant, I was like, oh no, this yeah. is going to be a rough night. Uh, but I think that they made some good, like, they made some good defensive switches, uh, and it went relatively well. I mean, we started out super hot. Yeah, but it's a Kings game, so it has to be, you know, the cardiac Kings. It's got to be a ridiculously close game. <laughs> oh yeah, you can be up twenty or down twenty at any point, and it will be toe to toe at the very end. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I love this team, and one oh, of yeah. the reasons I hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because but, well, also, I mean, it's it doesn't matter who it is, if it's the Warriors or if it's the Suns, it's going to be a super close game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fact that we can. Who's the last person? What, who's the last team that we blew out? I guess the Hawks. Thankfully. Yeah, but if we didn't blow out the Hawks. Okay, but the Hawks worried. are better than the Suns. We also kind of blew out the Suns the last time we played them, too. I mean, 117 That's to fair. 104 isn't yeah. super close. And it's kind of funny that we lost to them when they didn't have Devin Booker. Yeah. But now that they have Devin Booker, we blew them out. Which there is all this talk about the Suns are better without Booker, but that's just insane. And then there's also all this talk about so Booker went out and said something about he's tired of missing the playoffs every year. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of this year, he's like, this is the year it stops. Like, oh, yeah, yeah how'd that go? I think it was today or yesterday he said something along the lines of he's tired of missing the playoffs every year. So people are think he's people think he's gone next season. I mean, yeah, if they don't pull it together next year, then, I mean, he's got to start to get over it. But he's he's still only 21. No way. He's 21 or 22. Okay, that's ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, I feel kind of bad for the kid because he had, had like, he was insanely hot, put up 70 points, and that kind of rocketed his expectations. And I don't think that he's a that type of player if by the way sense. i hated that game oh my god it was against the celtics 
And was it? Okay, yes. that makes sense. I don't remember who it is. I didn't watch oh it. Oh my god. It was so I didn't dumb. Who it was they got destroyed. <laughs> they got destroyed. And what was the, you know the, do you remember what the final score was close to? I don't, but it was like it was like a 15 point game. And okay. it, yeah, they were winning the whole time and then at the very end they're still taking timeouts to try to get Booker shots to get him to 70. It's like <laughs> I guess it was cool to see a guy reach 70, but it was the most BS 70 I've ever seen. That's I mean, not that I've seen more than one 70-point performance, really. Yeah, I mean, that, and people, he was, because he had a 70-point game, people were drawing comparisons to Kobe. Yeah. And that's not fair for somebody of his caliber. I mean, he's not, what is, what's his career high after that? I think right after that game, maybe he put up like a 50-point game, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, which is still nice, but it's really it just was, scoring. Like, he doesn't pass, also, he can't play defense. I think against the Hawks, yeah. or a team like that, like, it was against a garbage team. So, it was realistically, like, a 40-point game. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think, I think they were just trying too hard to get him points. And I think that he, people are going to continue to be let down if they expect him to be putting up numbers, like, averaging, like, 30 40 points a game he's not that type of player yeah uh, i don't I, know if he's gonna be a number one option on championship team but he's still really young and he's really good already like i would hate to see him go to like the lakers though oh god i hate that to see anybody suck. go to the lakers that's actually good and that would be worst case scenario for us because if that happened i feel like we might be out of the playoffs next season they trade him instantly for yeah, anthony davis they would do something like that too um because lebron doesn't want another scorer like that on his team it's true uh but we won't get into that (laughs) um where was i going with this oh yeah so suns fans are fine with this and they think they should focus on kelly Oubre and deandre ayton i mean i don't know about the first name like he's good but i don't know about focusing on him and i think Ah, ayton's good Go ahead. You give him enough time, I think Kelly Oubre Jr. is a franchise player. Ooh, a franchise know, player? Pretty hot take. Well, it's he's a Suns franchise player. Oh. <laughs> if that makes sense. There's a big difference That's between fair. being like would... a franchise player, but I would put him I would put him in the top fifty in the league. So on a championship team, what option is he? Oh, it depends on the team. <laughs> I'd go like on the Warriors. Third. He plays the bench, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, I could see him being a third option on a championship team. Yeah, I think he's a good player. I, I do too. I like his hustle, and I mean he's gritty. He's got attitude. It also doesn't help that I Loki have a man crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> Seems the like everybody does. Beautiful, beautiful person. <laughs> but um, hair. it did. Yeah, I don't know, but he. He can ball out. I mean, he dismantled the Kings the first, second or first time we played them this season. Yeah. When uh, Booker was out. I think that was the second. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, the problem with Aiton is that Aiton's really good, but they just don't get him the ball. Like, I see Suns fans complaining about that all the time. That Whenever he does I, get the ball on the low block, that he does work, but he, they just don't get it to him enough because they don't have a passer was, like that. He was the first player... I think to have like some amount of triple doubles in his first some odd games. And the important thing of it is he was like, or the first 
player, I think, since Blake Griffin to do that. And I think the other players, I think it's only been done like five times. And it was some good company. It was like Blake Griffin, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Um, I'm drawing a blank on some other names, but it was a pretty impressive statistic. And I think that if Luca wasn't here, he would be rookie of the year. Him or Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, I think Trey Young was working his way into this, man. I think so, but I don't. I mean, the Kings fan in me, I'm ever the optimist. You know that. The King, the Kings fan in me says yes, but he doesn't played enough games. If he was healthy all season, 100%, I think he could have honestly even beat Luka. If he got the minutes starting like from the go, if he got the minutes, I think he would be, yeah, I think he would have would be rookie of the year over Luka. Yeah. But he yeah, just hasn't so gotten the minutes. <laughs> how many games have we had? Uh, we've pl- he's played in forty five of them, and we have we've played thirty fifty fifty nine. Okay, so it's not terrible. I, I no, guess miss but, we, he but didn't get the that is missing a good game. few. But he didn't get the minutes in the first games either. Yeah, that's very true. But recently, since since January tenth against Detroit. He has only had two games where he has not reached double-digit points. And he's a double-double machine. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I, like I said, if he were to get the minutes, I think it's too late, man. I wish it wasn't, but I think it's too late. Yeah. R- Luca's got this kind of on lock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it would go, like, from where we are now with the minutes that Marvin Bagley got, I think it would go Luca, Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, that I don't know who would be fourth. I, mean, I don't even, know if you can even put Marvin in fourth. Maybe. Yeah, Jaron Jackson's played decent. Wendell Carter was good, but he got injured too. Yeah. Um that one dude from the Clippers has actually played pretty well. Oh too. yeah. Uh Shay Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't quite say the name. Names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he's actually played pretty well. That's um, a good one. Who I don't know who else I could even put in there. Uh, we're definitely missing someone. We are. I feel. I definitely feel like it. But we'll just move on. Trey yeah. Young. Trey Young is absurd. I think the kid's gonna be a multi-time All Star. Did you see the uh, behind the back fake that he had? Yes. That had the dude just spinning in circles. Yes. It was. Oh who? my it was god. Bruce something. Yeah, Bruce Brown. I think. Bruce Brown. Yeah, that was poor guy. Said. Someone said Bruce Brown's still looking for the ball right now. Yeah, dude, he looked like he was like a kid that got lost in a store looking for his parents. Dude, Trey Young is nice. Yeah. And I remember watching him because he's another Oklahoma person, like Buddy Heald. Like, I don't know what it is, what they're given. They must have the best shooting coach in, in, it, the, in college basketball because Trey Young, when I first saw his release, I like made an audible gasp. <laughs> the dude has a lightning fast release. I mean, he can go from dribbling the ball to have the having the ball like having shot the ball in like lightning. It's crazy. Yeah. I and mean, he's got he range. Was, he's got insane range. I mean, he I think could eventually pass Steph Curry 
as the greatest shooter in the league. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, whoa. but I'm also biased. I don't like Steph. <laughs> I like Trey, but I do really like Steph, and I oh, don't man, think it reaches that. that point. He's a warrior. Are you on the team of Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time? Yes, yes. What? No, he's not. Who is? Uh, Reggie Miller, Ray Allen. First of all, Ray Allen is a snake. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. No, I mean, no, Ray Allen is, they are great shooters, but Steph Curry changed the game with his shooting. Yeah, he did, but I'm just talking best shooter. Reggie Miller was absurd, too. People forget about Reggie Miller in this conversation. It's true, but, like, have you seen the numbers of where Steph is in regards to, he's third all-time right now. Actually, and he's played, like, half the amount of games. Yeah, he's going to pass them sadly but i just am fighting it <laughs> that's fair fighting enough. it until i i can't anymore i'm still even if he does pass for most three points all time most three points like you know percentage he still has look at his shooting splits his shooting splits aren't great yeah they're... and people always hype up that he's like the first player to make 10 threes in a row or something like that i don't know what stat I, it was? It was I think stupid. that was a clay stat, but yeah, he was it. He okay. made the most in a game. I think I remember watching him because he had a crazy streak of making a three every game for some record amount of games that was extended over like two seasons, and then he didn't make one in a game, and everyone was like, like made a big deal of it. Of course, like the record stopped, and then the next game he broke the record for most threes in a game. Yeah, I just think that, I don't know, I don't like Steph. I think Reggie Miller is a better, more clutch shooter. More clutch, yeah, I'd give you clutch. I, I don't think Steph is the most clutch. And I think Ray Allen's the best of all time. Yeah. Uh, Steve Nash has to be up there, too. That's a good one. And, of course, we got to talk about our own our own flesh and blood, PJ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was absolutely a sniper. But, I mean, so, future best of all time is Buddy Heald, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Average it's 50% from three for his whole career. Yeah. I saw some peel, uh, like peel. I saw some poll today that said, who would you rather take, uh, Buddy Heald or Bradley Beal? Ooh. Yeah. And it made me so happy that Brett, Buddy Heald's finally getting the recognition that he deserves. Yeah, that's a real nice guy to be matched up with. Oh, man, Bradley Beal's a year younger. That's crazy. Yeah, that, what? That hurts my feelings a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, that that might change who I was picking. Oh, I'm not I'm not changing anything, man. You got to stick with You got to have some loyalty. It's true. It's true. Um, I, I would give it to Buddy. So speaking um, of Buddy, this guy yeah. is most improved. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I saw some dude say that he would rather – I think he's a pretty – it was uh, that Hoop, Hoop like Central, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty popular Twitter account. Are you familiar? What was that? Uh, are you familiar with Hoop Central? Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, yeah, popular definitely. Twitter account. He tweeted – let me find – I'm going to find the exact tweet real quick. Okay. So it was absurd. He kind of got roasted for it, as he should have, but let me find it real quick. If it was bad talking buddy, I'm muting him. No, blocking. it wasn't bad talking buddy. It was praising uh, 
Siakam. Okay, I have Siakam's stats right next to Buddy's right here. It was going to prove my point. Okay, hold on. All right. I'm on his page right now. He has like 150,000 followers. So he said, I'm taking Pascal Siakam over Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown, John Collins, Miles Turner, Aaron Gordon, Lonzo Ball, Julius Randle, and Zach Levine. Okay. Um, That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He had to just be trying to get people to be talking. I guess. There's no way. No way you believe that. He got absolutely roasted. (laughs) It was kind of funny. God. Because Brandon Ingram has actually really impressed me. I think he's going to end up really good. I there's not a single guy on that list I would take. No. Pascal Siakam over. Yeah. Like John <laughs> Collins is insane. Jalen Brown's my John favorite Collins player in the league, super probably. Good. So yeah, Zach Levine's yeah really good. Um, who else was on there? Yeah, it's just it's just it was absurd. I just thought it was funny. I don't think. I mean, to be fair though, I'm taking Buddy over all those guys too. Yeah, <laughs> he's in there. He's in there. You would would you would you rather take? Not to start a franchise just from right now. Buddy Heald or Jalen Brown? Well, winning this year. What do you mean? Like, are are you saying not future, just this season? We'll say for the future. Mm. I, I'm putting you on the spot. I know you I love, know, I know you because love Jalen Brown. Like, I have a thing that, like, I don't... I have a certain guys that are like, okay, these are my some of my favorite players, and there's a good amount of Kings, good amount of Celtics, but... For some reason, whenever Jalen Brown does something, I just get way too excited. Like that guy has okay. a special place in my heart, but it's it's Buddy Heal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> I mean, um, it breaks my only, heart, but Buddy has blown only, me away. No, he has. He's ridiculous. He's like, I mean, how many? He's averaging what? How many points? A game? Could you look he's, that up real quick? Yeah, last he's time at was like twenty. Yeah, he's at 20.7 on 47% from the field. He takes seven and a half threes a game and shoots almost 45%, which is like, yeah. I mean, the guys above him percentage-wise shoot like two a game. It's like, no, but he's but he shooting seven and a half. And his free throw percentage is 85. It, it's, this guy does everything. The only thing that I have Jalen Brown above him in is just overall athleticism. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I Jalen mean, Brown is absurd. Yeah, and if we're talking transition and, like, finishing at the rim, then I'm giving it to Jalen. And I want to say defense, but actually Buddy is Buddy's a hustle machine. That Buddy is, yeah. Yeah, he's become a great defender. Back to that tweet real quick. I was just thinking about it. I would take Pascal Siakam over Lonzo because fuck the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair and enough. And Lonzo. Uh, and I would take Pascal Siakam over Aaron Gordon. Okay. I don't know if that's a hot take. Aaron Gordon's just super, super athletic. And he's an amazing dunker. We all saw that. He kind of got robbed. Definitely. Um, <laughs> that dunk that dunk over that mascot under his legs blew me Under up. his legs. Oh I, I don't think I've ever oh really seen anything like that. Um, And I'm that's saying something for me because Zach Levine's from Bothell, Washington. So I'm... So this is why you're always on Zach Levine. Oh, for sure, yeah. He, dude, you got to rep the home state. That's fair. Dude, well, Aaron Gordon went to a high school right next to me. I watched him in high school. 
So really, that's yeah. Cool. So you, I kind of got a special part for Aaron Gordon. Okay, you would think I would have more loyalty to Isaiah Thomas. This is true. I love that guy. What's wrong with you? But I don't know. I is it the constant we'll tweets every day about all his haters? That could be part of it. Um, it's a little much. But it's just kind of the last last couple years. I don't know. Obviously, he was that guy in Boston, and it was super cool Oof. to see a Lillard guy Oof. balling out like that. Yeah, that I was mean, that was something. Was, he was not even really that relevant on the Kings when he played for. People don't even really know he played for the Kings. <laughs> yeah, I just know he was drafted the very last pick in the draft. Like he reminds everyone all the time by Sacramento. I think his highlight uh, as a King is when DeMarcus Cousins wouldn't let him shake Chris Paul's hand. <laughs> I don't remember this. You don't remember that? No. Uh, so DeMarcus Cousins and Chris Paul have always had some pretty bad blood. Uh, there's, uh, what is that? There's a YouTube series about it called like NBA Beef History, I think. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Um, and it was after the Clippers beat the Kings when the Clippers were the Clippers that we all know and love <laughs> before yeah. they were our competition. Because I like that Clippers team of like Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Jamal Crawford, uh, JJ Redick, yeah, DeAndre DJ. Jordan. Yeah, Lob City. Yeah. No, it was great. They were a fun team to watch. It was hard to root against them, you know? Especially, they were like the LA team that I liked compared to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I don't, I mean, Chris Paul's attitude gets me sometimes, but he is okay, one of my favorite players enough. in regards to how he plays. But the attitude of that team was through the roof. So it was like a super chippy game uh, between the Kings and the Clippers. Um, after the game, the Clippers won. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was like talking to uh, <laughs> talking to Chris Paul about something, and Demarcus Cousins came like storming over and like grabbed Isaiah by the shoulder. And I mean, Isaiah Thomas looks like his child. <laughs> oh, and, okay, maybe I have seen this. And like pulls him away. And Chris Paul looks kind of does like his little schemy kind of douchebaggy face where he knows that he's getting in somebody's head. Yeah. And uh, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins just kind of like yanked Isaiah Thomas away from Chris Paul and wouldn't let him shake his hand. Like he pulled him away when both of their hands were like extended and maybe like <laughs> six inches apart from each other. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what people remember of Isaiah Thomas when he was a king. And then he got traded to Boston. Did he get traded or was it like a free agency thing or what? He, yeah, he got traded for nothing. No, so he originally, he went to Phoenix. And then from Phoenix, it was, they had three point guards. They had Drogic, Bledsoe, and Isaiah Thomas. And And Isaiah Thomas would have, before he kind of hit his stride, so he would have been the third in that rotation, I'm guessing. Yeah, definitely. Because Bledsoe was really young and they liked him. Same with, actually, all those guys were pretty young. But you yeah, could not imagine. play really two of them at the same time. So having no. three was a little much. And the Celtics got him for nothing. And then he just took off. Yeah, and he led that team. I mean, without him, the Celtics wouldn't have gone very far in the playoffs at all. No, yeah, they were they were real bad before that. Like, they spent one year being a lottery team. And then he saved them. Um, I did watch a pretty interesting, speaking of the Celtics, this will get you a little triggered. Watched a very interesting documentary. Not really a documentary. You should check out uh, SB Nation's The Worst on YouTube. 
Okay. Super entertaining. They're like 10 minute videos. I watched a, it was the worst NBA coaching hire and it was about Rick Pitino <laughs> as a Celtics coach. Man, I didn't even know he was a Celtics coach. See, he I didn't either. Screwed you guys, man. Is this why I'm pretty sure that this is why they say that he can't be an NBA coach, that he has he to stay He traded away like Chauncey Billups for nothing. Okay. Uh, he gave a bunch of nobodies pretty much insanely huge contracts <laughs> pretty much because they played for him at Kentucky. Oh, nice. Um, He put you guys Jeez. in like – he locked you guys into some really bad contracts and then he left. After trading away like Chauncey Billups, uh, there was another big name in there. He gave away Chauncey Billups to the Pistons for like nothing. Who went on to be like <laughs> a Finals MVP, I think. Yeah, he did. And, and I was so surprised when I had found out that Chauncey Billups was a Celtic at one point. Yeah, nobody really even knows that. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah, he just totally put you guys into like these huge contracts for these guys that just couldn't. They just weren't good. And then he left. <laughs> so he's the worst coaching hire in NBA history. Nice. Right? And the people who were available were like Larry Bird, who would have, I mean, he was coach of the year at one point for Indiana. Yeah, and I mean, he was a Celtic. like. Yeah, no, he's a legend in Boston. People would have been so happy if Larry Bird, even if Larry Bird was a horrible coach for you guys, he would have been thrilled. Oh, yeah. So it was just, it was pretty funny. You should check out their videos. Uh, did you, you did check out the kind of switching gears here. We are uh, two games behind the seventh seed even right now. Yeah. And I mean, I, there were times when people were asking me predictions during the trade deadline week of my Western Conference playoffs. And of course I threw the Kings in there and the one I really wanted to leave out, but I felt like I couldn't, was the Spurs. And yes. it's Popovich That's exactly who I was, was the only about. thing where it's like, I I don't want to bet against this guy. Like, I don't see this guy not making playoffs, but out of all those teams, the Spurs are the team that I feel like team-wise could fall out. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, I think the Clippers have a better chance of falling out than the Spurs. Yeah, that... Yeah, especially at Tobias Harris list Clippers, a Clippers team with literally no star power. <laughs> yeah, but I they're still winning games, which is weird. I'm sure the organization wants them to stop. Yeah, I actually picks. just had a long interview on my podcast with a uh, athletic cover for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. What do you and have to say about it? Pretty much that he thinks they're going to try and win out. That there's no point because they're protecting. They have. Their pick, if it is not, if it is in the lottery, if not, it goes to Boston. But okay, the thought is that if it doesn't go this year, it's the same protection next year. And they're probably, they think that they're going to get a big name guy this offseason because they have a lot of cap I space. And getting they're going like, to get Kawhi Leonard. The, I do too. And that was the exact name that he said too. And that, that seems to be what I hear everywhere. Like I think Kawhi would be perfect there and I could see it happening. But someone like that, and then next year, they are clearly in the playoffs, and their pick is like, instead of 16th pick, being an 8th seed, is like 20 to 25, and you'd much rather give that up. So, no, for sure. I I think that they're trying to make playoffs, and Doc Rivers isn't a guy that's ever going to tank. 
No, that's true. He but like you said, they Mark don't Cuban. have they don't have any sort of S A or name. even B list star. No, no, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I know most teams starting lineups. I don't know the Knicks and I don't know the Clippers right now. Yeah, well, they just moved Landry Shamit into their starting lineup, but because they got some injuries. Out. Yeah, who is really good? That yeah, they got another is. JJ Redick. That was the steal of this trade, in my opinion. Obviously, they still lost the trade, but I get why they did it a little bit more now. I mean, they got some draft picks, too. They got a really good unprotected Miami pick. Yeah, but Tobias Harris is a future all-star. Probably, yeah. But he's also unrestricted free agent, and they had no plans on keeping him. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that trade makes more sense now. But when I saw that trade, I like lost my mind, because they also lost Boban. Yeah. All-time leader in PER. <laughs> yep. Dude, his percentage is insane. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous because he doesn't miss dunks. <laughs> no. So, uh, but what I was going to ask you about the Spurs, did you get a chance to check out the NBA Storyteller Spurs I did. Video and on Greg Popovich? it blew my mind. It Doesn't it make sense that Greg Popovich aims for European stars, doesn't oh, yeah. like big personalities? All like, and he kind of predicted a lot of stuff because that came out before like the big Kawhi Leonard trade. Oh, it did. Uh, yeah, and he well, it was kind of on the way out for Kawhi. Okay. It was after he went for a second opinion on his leg, and then all the Spurs kind of started blackballing him. Yeah. The only thing that he didn't really predict is that Tony Parker went somewhere else. Yeah, which um, was a little weird, but you know. Yeah, and it all. I mean, it makes sense that he got rid of Jonathan Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, all of our listeners should go check out NBA Storyteller. Just search NBA Storyteller Greg Popovich into YouTube. You'll find a super well-done documentary. Pretty funny. It explains Greg Popovich's dominance, how he likes to be dominant over his players, and how he pretty much gives the axe to any players that don't fit into that. I used to be a lot bigger of a Spurs fan before I saw that. <laughs> you know, we should send this to the Spurs podcast and the network to see what they have to say. We really should, and then we could do a joint podcast. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty damn nice to see the Lakers with a losing. Oh, yeah. They just got destroyed by New Orleans, too. Yeah, without Anthony Davis. Yeah, like, what? How? they? This team does not seem like they are going to make playoffs or like they won it at all. I was scared, but already the first game, they had a crazy comeback against Houston, who... There, that was a ridiculous game. There were so many fouls, but I, I don't yeah. think it was necessarily favored. Like Houston was complaining, like James Harden saying it was really focused at him. There were a lot of calls. They went Houston's way. Know, man, have you seen that stuff about Scott Foster? I have. No, like that is fair because the like I think it's Tom Donahue was the guy, if I got that first name right. That um, from the Kings the one Lakers. that originally got kicked out for rigging games. Yes, and uh, I think that there's still something that needs to be investigated there. Yeah, because he made so many phone calls after straight to Scott Foster. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, something definitely sketchy, and that kind of yeah. scares me about the league. Because yep. I saw something that like the Rockets were like undefeated at home in the playoffs without yeah. Scott Foster rest- reffing, and then they were 0-3 in the playoffs when he does. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, like and I found myself today. Calls made after the games by Scott Foster. Yeah. So, so 
something weird's going on there. They need to investigate that. Yeah, Especially I found myself after watching the Kings Thunder game. I watched it today. Was mm-hmm, like at points at the very end, I was like, "Wow, we are not getting calls." And in the back of my head, I'm like, "The league wants the Lakers to make the playoffs." And it's like I never, I, I don't like to complain <laughs> about calls that much because it's Me like neither. there's only so much you can do, and most of the time, it's really not that bad. Like you miss out on one here or there. I get it, refs are human, but like now for the first time, I was like. Oh my god! Like I think the league wants the Lakers to make the playoffs. Like, is this going to be terrible for the rest of the way? Yeah, right. Two thousand one all over again. Seriously, I'm Uh, about to be watching these fouls really close for the rest of the way for the Kings. Me too, and with other teams. Like, uh, obviously, we're a little bit more sensitive to that as a Kings fan, and that's like the only real scandal that I've found with referees in a professional sport. Like openly kind of cheating yeah terrible <laughs> in rigging games i don't think i've ever seen anything i don't think anything like that's happened in the nfl before yeah especially to that extent like i could see a couple refs trying to meet the line of like if it's a three-point line or something just getting them a little more points but like straight who's gonna win and who's gonna lose like for that long it, it was yeah. bad especially when the kings are the best team in the nba back then they had yeah. the best record they had an amazing lineup <laughs> That's a championship as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they had an amazing lineup for... They had, like, a bunch of, like, A-minus level players. Yeah. How different you know, would Sacramento be looked at if they won it that year? A pretty big difference, in my opinion. And it yeah. would have kind of... Kobe wouldn't be regarded as highly as he is. That's true. Because if you can't win a championship when you have Kobe and Shaq on your team, then something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um... I just think it's just crazy to me that that even is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, it's that's it's reality. Scary. It is. I don't like to think about it, but it is something I guess you got to watch for. I don't know, and it, especially not just that the league wants the Lakers to make the playoffs. The league wants would want LeBron James to make the playoffs. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Eight Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research and podcastinsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time, marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com, and we hope to hear from you soon. Imagine if LeBron misses the playoffs. I think that the top, the whole thing about the top 16 teams, no matter the conference, should make playoffs, will get skyrocketed into into discussion if the Lakers miss the playoffs, because they would still make the playoffs if that was the way that it was organized. Yeah, that'd be kind of sweet, honestly. I'd be pretty cool with that. Yeah, I just understand why it's not because oh, for sure. say that we're matched up against Miami in the first round. It's like that traveling is insane. Yeah, it is. And we would crush them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. Works for me. Yeah. I'd rather play Miami than the Warriors. Oh, easily. Um, How would that work out, though? I mean, who would the Warriors play? The Warriors would play... 
I mean, whatever like the worst Detroit record is, which the, I don't really know. I hope it's not I think Detroit. it's the Hornets. The Hornets are in the playoffs right now. Detroit's a seven seed, dude. Yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> At 28 and 30. What? So in the West, yeah. they would be tied with Minnesota. That's insane. Which is three games behind us. And that, yeah, by the way, uh, that's our next game. That's our next game. And Minnesota is trying to push for playoffs, which nobody's really talking about them. And they're they're not terribly far behind. Like everyone's talking the about talent, the Lakers. They they're only execute. one team behind the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think they necessarily wanted enough. I think that yeah, and I think Jimmy Butler kind of pointed that out. Yeah, I don't think he did it in the right way at all, but I think Jimmy was no, correct in what he said about that team. Saying that they don't want to win. They don't they just kind of show up. They yeah, he really had a great quote in that terrible Rachel's Nick, Rachel Nichols interview. That after a practice, he calls up ESPN and is like, "Hey, let's do an interview. I'm about to crap on all the rest of my teammates." Yeah, and, he's an interesting dude. I remember the the good old easy times when it was D Rose and Jimmy Butler in Chicago. Oh, it was great. Oh man, no drama. No. Yeah, and <laughs> he in that interview, at in such a different light. Go ahead. In that interview, he was like. You know, who's the most God-given talent on our team? and Or who's the most talented player on the team? Cat, who's the most God-given, like, just amazing athleticism and body is Wiggins. Andrew, But yeah. who works the hardest? And he's like, it's me. And it's like, dude, you, that that's a quote right there. Like, that is, that is so accurate. That these guys, if they worked the way that Jimmy worked, Cat could be the best player in the league, in my opinion. Whoa, whoa, Like, whoa, dude, that kid whoa. is good. He is He's good. good, but I don't know, man. Best player in the league this over year, Steph, over no. KD, over LeBron. He could work his way into that conversation, I think. Like, do you I think mean, AD I could? Think I don't even think he's a top five center right now. <sighs> I mean, okay, right now? Oof. Okay, wait, wait. Do we want to have this conversation? I got Joel Embiid, number That's, one. Yeah, easily. I got Jokic, number two. Okay. I got Willie Cauley's oh, time. No, no, no. <laughs> I got uh just in terms of numbers, honestly, you know who's impressed me? Uh Nurkic. Nurk. Yeah. Yep. Joseph Nurkic. Uh number four. Okay. I Go. probably got Andre Drummond. Oh man, get out of here. No, 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 no. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert okay, and Rudy Clint Gobert. Capella okay. are both over him. No, I don't think Clint Capella is. I would put Rudy Gobert at over Nurkic, and then I would put Nur- I would go Rudy Gobert, Nurkic, and then Andre Drummond because Andre Drummond's in the playoffs. The Rockets would still be in the playoffs without Clint Capella. Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin have taken over in Detroit. Okay, wait, but Blake Griffin is in the playoffs, not Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond's dude. He's led the league in rebounds multiple times. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but like, I, I put Cat after Gobert. I put Cat fourth. Okay, fair enough. I'll put Cat. Oh, I don't know if I could put him fourth. I'll put Cat fifth. Okay, I'm Ron putting him Drummond. above Drummond and Nurkic. I also am kind of biased because I watched an interview. Andre Drummond went on Jesus Amiro on Viceland, and he just seems like a really cool dude. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. He seems like a super nice guy, and he's also very young. Dude, that does it, though. Like, when I see a guy and just see his face more, and I'm like, wow, I really liked, like, that interview with him, or I see him yeah, in a movie exactly. or something, it's I'm like, all of a crazy. sudden, this guy's a better player. I don't know why. 
You think LeBron is faking his injury to film Space Jam 2? Oh my god, I'm <laughs> pissed, pissed that he is making Space Jams too. It it got announced for like 2021, I think. Yeah, and that's its release date. I I really really hope that everyone that is in Clutch Sports is the only people on that team <laughs> or in that movie. Mean? Oh, is that like LeBron's agency? Yeah, so it's, it's technically like Rich Paul's who. Okay is LeBron's best friend since childhood. He has a group of like four guys that are his best Man, friends that he went to Akron with. And yeah, so it's practically his agency. And that's why there was all the drama. Like Anthony Davis is under there. I want to say, yeah, Ben Simmons. And then they have a couple smaller, like Contavious Caldwell, Pope. Oh, I know Ben Simmons is for sure. Yeah. And then out of the Australia, it was like rumored to get, to sign to them is Draymond Green. Ugh. Boo. Which is interesting, dude. If if Draymond teamed up with LeBron, oh my LeBron, God. LeBron to the Warriors. Oh God, no. Please, no. <laughs> I already dislike that KD <laughs> went there. Don't, don't do that to me. The only thing that I've really ever agreed with Stephen A. Smith on is that when LeBron was this last offseason... There were specu like LeBron said that he agreed he agreed to have a meeting with the Warriors, um, and Terrible. Stephen A. Smith said if he agrees to go to Golden State, he is no longer in the for greatest player of all time. Everything in his legacy is tarnished. None of his rings mean anything anymore. His all of everything his worth is pretty much over. So I kind of agree with that. If he went, that's that's like KD, but that's like a KD bitch move times 200. Yeah, and like, dude, that would be I the just don't understand. Yeah, I would not understand because I feel like your competitive nature should make you want to be the guy on a team. If you're a top five player in the league, I really want you to have your own team. I want Steph and KD to be on different teams just so we can see each of them lead the team and go off every night. Like you I don't want kind of funny. I don't I don't like this whole thing in Golden State of like, all right, we'll let this guy go off tonight and then this guy the next night. It's like, no, dude. Like I want MVP Steph back. Like Yeah. And it, it you know how the Warriors are super good in the fact that my friends and I had to sit down to think of a team of Eastern Conference All Stars that could beat the Warriors. <laughs> Not the Western Conference All-Stars that could just beat the Warriors. The I mean, Warriors starting lineup against, like, I came out with Kyrie, Giannis. Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi. Um, Embiid. Yeah, Embiid. And then, oh, who was the last one that I said? I think I said Jimmy. And I that's think a, that yeah. they could beat the Warriors. But even that would be a close game. <laughs> and that's so stupid. Yeah, it, I mean, it's the best team of all time. It is the best team of all time. I don't think there's any debate now. No. I don't think you can say that, oh, the 97 Bulls are better. No, they aren't. They aren't. Unless they don't win. The 97 Bulls would get absolutely blown out by the Warriors. (sighs) Yeah. You line them up now. But I'm also one of those people that says Michael Jordan's averaging 20 points a game in the league today. I said it. Uh, I'll, it's out there. I don't think Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan played today, the level of play is so much higher in my eyes. He's it's yeah. 
people say it's like you know such a weaker game now because they don't punch each other in the face when they, drive <laughs> they don't the clothesline people going up for layups yeah but it's the skill level so much higher now yeah i do think that jordan's competitive competitiveness would have driven him to still be a top five guy I-, I think he would have a three ball because he realized he needs to and it you would be see a be seeing a completely different jordan and like the level athlete that he is is still insane even compared yeah, to these you, nba players i'll give you top 10 i don't see top five if he were to okay. be like put him at lebron's age right now it just have him come into the league at the same time as lebron they're the same age i think he would have been a top five player up until about two or three years ago okay yeah that's fair you and know i mean yeah like weirdly i mean lebron is still yeah, that's my thing. I if I'm making a top five for this year, LeBron's not in there. Yeah, I don't think he is either. This is the first time in a long time. Just based on his play this year, I still think he's the best basketball player alive right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think he's just based on this season. No, not top five. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, honestly, well, best basketball player alive. If we're not counting Buddy Heal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kings aside. Yeah. He's, I don't even know, is he in your top 10? I mean... It's hard to say because he's been hurt and he's been off, yeah. quote unquote, hurt while he's filming Space Jam, you know? It's just, it's not okay <laughs> to be leading a young <laughs> core like that, man. You got to stick to your priorities. Um, Dude, and like how many movies is he coming out with? Like I'll see a random trailer and it's like directed by LeBron James. I'm like, what? Yeah, like <laughs> he's an entrepreneur, man. He's he's doing his thing. I think he's got a game show out as well. Yes, it's like, dude, this is why it's this cool guy's premise. in L.A. Like, I don't feel I don't like remember. you can debate it. I, I, I don't remember what his game show is about, but it looked kind of cool, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I think it was. So it was. It was, per, it was like Franco, a. Right. It was like a ninja course, like a American ninja course, but. They start a high-level professional athlete like 10 seconds after these guys competing. Oh, these people are going to get smoked. Yeah. Oh, my God. But it's going to be so crazy to see these athletes just go crazy on it. But it's just him being like, just so you guys know, you could not touch a professional athlete. Yeah, no, they're completely different humans. Yeah. But it does look entertaining. It does look cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, But... You want to talk about, we haven't even talked about the Kings-Thunder game, man. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was a scheduled win for the Kings, in my opinion. Or more so, a scheduled loss. A scheduled loss for OKC. You think they were supposed to lose that game? It was a back-to-back. Well, after seeing that go to a double overtime, in that super emotional win that OKC played the night before, which, by the way, Paul George, that that was absolutely insane. Like that no, floater over Rudy Gobert. Oh my god, yeah, dude. it was ridiculous. And my friend was just talking about how bad the Jazz are, and I'm like, the Jazz are legit. Yeah. He no. also he's the I've mentioned him in this before. He's the Warriors fan <laughs> that doesn't watch games, and he gets his NBA news from like ESPN's Twitter. Nice. That's a source <laughs> so, right there. If he ever tells you any insider knowledge, you tweet that. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's convinced Steph Curry's the greatest player of all time. I mean, not the greatest point guard of all time, but the greatest <laughs> player of all time because 
Bleacher Report will tweet 40 points for Steph Curry, but they don't show that he was like 10 for 52 from three. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways. Zion sorry. Williamson, according to that math, is already a top five player of all time. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the shoe controversy oh, after God. this. But um, I thought it was nice to see. I mean, obviously, Paul George was tired, but 14 points, 13 rebounds, MVP candidate. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they did a really good for job. For us to help, yeah, to hold him to that. Yeah, but like, I was a little disappointed clutch, that I didn't feel like we were running enough for a team that should be really tired off that back-to-back. I thought we could run him out the gym, and it just didn't really happen that way. Yeah, I mean, West, Westbrook happened is what happened. Yeah. 41 points, 10 rebounds. Didn't we yeah. break his triple-double streak, or was that the Jazz? Did he not get a triple-double? He did not. No, not against us. Unless maybe the Jazz broke it, but he I'm... went forty-one, ten, and seven. Okay. Only seven. On, what? Assists. Okay. Um, Google that real quick, so I know I'm right. Just search Russell Westbrook triple double streak. Yeah. Um, because he definitely didn't get a triple double against us, but I don't know if we broke it or if the Jazz broke it. It would make sense. It'd be hard for him not to get a triple double and double overtime. Yeah. Well, he fouled out. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't actually get to watch that game. I just watched highlights. Okay. So yeah, he ended up with that game only forty three, fifteen and eight. Jesus. Against Christ, us? Dude. No, <laughs> against right? the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna against the. Or sorry, game? against the Jazz. That no, was the first game third. where I think two guys had more than 40 points on the same team. Um, so hot take on Twitter I saw. He said no one – someone said no one should be afraid of the Thunder. I disagree. I, I disagree I think entirely. possibly the second best team in the West. I think they are too. Yeah. Um, and I even put it in the group chat and somebody said everyone should be afraid of the Thunder. And I replied, the Kings weren't. And then he replied, I think it was the At The Line podcast, it was one of our podcasts, said uh, the Kings play like they aren't afraid of anyone. Yeah. Which, which is, is one of the best true. things I've ever seen this season. That's a good way of putting it. We don't play like we're afraid of anybody. We're ready to, we go at the neck, so we're David and Goliath, man. We'll come at your We'll come at your neck even if you are the Warriors. Yeah. And this was another huge Buddy Heald game. I think it was second in his career for points. Yeah. 34. I'm waiting for when he breaks 40 and people actually start paying attention to him. Seriously, dude, he heats up and he takes, he's insane. That first quarter, I want to say he had 16 points and he just, you can't stop him. Like Because now for some reason in the NBA, you have to score like 50 points for anyone to notice you. Because James Harden's averaging 36. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So for you to get any national attention... You either have to pull a Paul George and just ignite in the new year, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just it burst into flames through, through after New Year's or be James Harden and average, yeah, almost 40 points a game. But other than that, no one can give a shit. And that's so stupid to me. I don't know why people aren't recognizing that Buddy Heald, A, can we agree Buddy Heald should have been an all-star and Clay Thompson shouldn't have? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, it's kind of a hot take, but is it really? Yeah. It, it's in there. It's, I, yeah. I think that's a valid point. I mean, 
I think if anything, it should have been Rudy Gobert instead of Clay Thompson. I like that. Um, but Buddy Heald instead of Clay Thompson. Buddy Heald could have made it over Clay Thompson, but Rudy Gobert should have made it over Clay Thompson. Yeah. I just would have been happy to see Kyle Lowry sitting at home. (laughs) Why do you hate him so much, man? Because he was not an all-star. I like Kyle Lowry, but he was not an all-star. No, he's not. He's not really at all. Not this season. I shouldn't say at all. I mean, when it was him and DeRozan, they kind of put Toronto on the map a little bit. Yeah, they have a really good show that shows you like the behind the scenes of all of Toronto. Like they show you all the practices, the locker room and all this. So it was really easy to fall for that team, especially when they have that. They had a great, like that was the best relationship in the league. It felt like, yeah, they were like best friends. Oh yeah. And it was like heartbreaking. (laughs) Yeah. When, uh, Kyle Lowry did like, he did the handshake that he did with DeRozan with DeRozan, not there. Like he did a handshake with the air and I think all of America cried a little bit. Dude, the NBA is a soap opera. It really is. Like, no, what he, like, is that? Was in the tunnel, and he did, like, his half of the handshake with the air his first game without DeMar DeRozan. And I think everyone in America kind of shed a little tear. Yeah, which, by the way, they like, just played for the first time in Toronto. And DeRozan had an opportunity to take a game-winning shot, and he passed it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, we just got into a huge debate on Twitter the Pulse Podcast Network did with oh, this God, dude. Oh, God, I saw this. <laughs> with the dude who said, Paul Gasol and Patty Mills are the only good players on the Spurs yeah. right now. <laughs> dude, our, Pers- and- our Spurs podcast has been trying to trade Paul Gasol all year. He yeah, did Paul not Gasol play. Sucks. He doesn't play any minutes. When And the dude said Paul Gasol, like his, because I had, he was so out there. I'm not going to say anything mean, you know. <laughs> he was so out there that I had to step in as the Spurs podcast. First of all, he told me to worry about Josh Jackson. Not <laughs> Justin Jackson. Yeah, I was like, uh, Josh dude, Jackson. who are you talking about? He's like, I don't know, the kid from UNC. We're like, and I was all like, right. okay, so Justin Jackson, who doesn't play for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then one of and our I'm other like, podcasts right. hopped in, and is like, you realize he got traded, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want it to come, out, come across like he was, we were like, ganging up on this dude but you can't be spouting off hot takes like that i even said the last time paul gasol won a championship i was 11 yeah like paul gasol yeah he was amazing in his prime he was like one of the top big men in the league at prime but his prime is long gone man yeah it's like dude why was gasol not in to take the last shot of that game you know like this guy's a goat apparently yeah he's the winner on the team according to this guy (laughs) and apparently lamarcus aldridge and demar Derozan are bums yeah (laughs) and this is exactly what i think half of nba twitter is and they're quote unquote directly from this dude they are proven losers (laughs) so I don't know. He the only good point he made was that Demar Derozan was benched in th- uh, the fourth quarter of the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, but he still brought his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, number one record. He won Dwayne Casey a Coach of the Year. Pretty much, yeah. No, Demar Derozan was definitely the better half of the Derozan Lowry tandem. Oh yeah, and Lamarcus Aldridge. What did Lamarcus Aldridge do to this guy? 
Lamarcus Aldridge <laughs> had a 53 point game this season, was getting MVP chance in the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean that would never happen. I don't think no. Demar Derozan or Lamarcus Aldridge will will win MVP ever in his career. I think no. he's past that point. I mean him. He's been amazing his whole career, though. He's definitely been an all-star almost every year of his career. Yeah, like, he was really nice in Portland, too. He was great in Portland. And he was a big pickup for the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs with him, like, they kind of, that was, like, their final piece of the puzzle to beat the Warriors. And then Zaza, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it, pulled some real dirty shit on Kawhi Leonard and closed out underneath him when the war, when the, uh, Spurs were beating them by like 25. Yeah. And then Kawhi Leonard incidentally got hurt by one of the dirtiest players in the league. And now you and can't close out on any shooters without getting a foul. No, it was before that. It was it was after that rule, I mean. That rule was established, but they just didn't really they didn't really pay attention to it and they didn't really they've called a foul, but the damage was done, man. Yeah. Ada <laughs> Kawhi good. Leonard was knocked out, and I think they would have taken the Warriors out in that series. Yeah, and then Kawhi probably, st- I mean, not probably stays, but has a better chance of staying. I think, yeah, I think you could actually honestly probably say probably if they would have gone to the finals. Yeah, especially think, after I just Kawhi winning it, too. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's <laughs> that was just so funny. Patty Mills and Paul Gasol. The only two good players on the Spurs. Of course. And I mean, it's not like Patty Mills is bad. I have nothing against Patty Mills, but Paul Gasol is, is, Paul Gasol is bad. Yeah. Like, now. Yeah. Like, he played his brother last game because Mark's in Toronto now. And yeah. Mark played a good amount. Paul did not see the floor. Do you know? No, definitely. I wouldn't let him see the floor if I was the coach. No. Like I said, he's one of the greatest. They even cover it in the Greg Popovich video. That he takes in these old players past their prime, like Paul Gasol, uh, David West, or David Lee, and uh, I think David West at one point, yeah. um, and uh, Tracy McGrady. People didn't even know Tracy McGrady's a spur. And then Pop kind of lets them, he like benches them in their twilight years, just so that way they can he can put them in the game if he needs to, because they're still am- amazing players that are just past their prime. But yeah, if... We even talked about it in the group chat. If Paul Gasol and Dirk Nowinski ran 100 meters, who do you think would win? <laughs> I and do you, I said neither of them would make it. I think you need to have an ambulance on site. Right? I know. <laughs> and I put Paul Gasol at the same level as Dirk Nowinski. Is this Paul Gasol's last year? Do we know? I could see it. I want to say he might even have another year, though. I think he's going to play another year because I think he wants the all-star honor. Oh, God, that they I don't think Dirk he gets it. Do you wait? You don't think he would get that? No, because I, I really... NBA champion? He also has one more year on his contract, so next year's probably last, yeah. But, I mean, I just don't think... I don't want them every year giving that out because... I want them to. I want them to give one from the East and the West, somebody who's retiring that's really good. Next year, I think it should be Vince Carter. That's a good one. That's a good and one. But like Paul Gasol, dude, no, like I, I don't think he had an amazing enough career that he deserves another All Star like on his record necessarily. That's why I like that they do it because it kind of gives them something to go out on. Obviously, this year's recipients were amazing. Yeah, these guys were MVP level guys, guys, like top three in their positions. Earned it. Yeah, and 
future Hall of Famers. Yeah, easily first I ballot. Would, I like. I could see them doing it for Carmelo in the future. Hopefully, not too soon because Carmelo's the goat. Um. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, not the goat. <laughs> He's the greatest Nick of all time, as you know. I kind of came out in the group chat that the Knicks are sadly my East Coast team. Okay. Because I was it's a rough. huge Chris Stapps fan. Uh, I have a whole bunch of Knicks gear because I was a huge Chris Stapps and Carmelo fan. Okay. Um, so you like now Zion? I don't know or? what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I jump ship to a new Eastern Conference team or if I stay with the Knicks because I have so much Knicks stuff. Well, they say the Nets are the kings of the East, so. Okay, okay, that's a very good comparison, actually. Yeah. You know, I did a, I did a, you were on the podcast for the Celtics Pulse, right? Where I did the comparison. Yeah, I do remember I that. Would, I would say that they are the closest team in the league to us. Okay, I like that. Skill-wise, too. Yeah, even in regards to the talent they have, yeah. Because in the beginning, I didn't like that comparison at all yeah. when I went on that show. I was like, no, what? Yeah, you were <laughs> I offended. I think that's a fair one. Um, but then, because you guys were giving us names like the Hornets. I mean, yeah, I mean, no. I, I, I didn't put the Hornets. Come on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it. Uh, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I mean, we have like our all-star in D'Lo. Or they have their D'Lo. We have Buddy Heel. And then yeah. all these great guys, like, debatably, possibly, the better player is Dinwiddie, and he comes off the bench, and Bagley's the greatest player of all time, so he comes off the bench. Yeah, that's true. You know, I could see, do you see Marvin Bagley being in the top five greatest, the super early take? Oh, is Marvin Bagley going to be in the top ten of all time? <laughs> top one. <laughs> I am. I'm sold. I am sold on Marvin top, Bagley. Top, top ten of all time is insane. Like being real, probably not. No. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I top do think 50. the potential is technically there. Yeah. Top fifty. I, top 50, I could see it. Top fifty is fair. Um. So yeah, there's been a lot of conversation in the grab in the group chat about if Carmelo Anthony's good or not, and I'm offended. Still good or old good? Like. Is Car- Carmelo Anthony was good both not good anymore now he's the he's gonna go down in history as the greatest finesser in the history of the NBA <laughs> because dude is in his bag this season oh yeah he has made so much money <laughs> just jumping from team to team um but yeah in his past people are saying Melo's not good Melo's amazing That's insane yeah I yeah, mean Melo's ridiculous okay glad we're on the same page for that Oh, yeah, Mellow's- I did love seeing him get destroyed every year by Boston in the playoffs, though. Okay, fair took enough. Took away from but his legacy, for that, sure. Took that trash Knicks team to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Stoudemire was good, and you had JR and Shump, but... Yeah, yeah JR, Shump, and Stoudemire's all right. Yeah, that's... Stoudemire was yeah. good for two seasons. Because of Nash. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, he still has the high, like franchise record for most points at Madison Square Garden. 62 points. Yeah. 62. Okay. Yeah. No, Melo's the real deal, man. Oh, yeah. He scores like nobody else. Is he a future Hall of Famer? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You can't say no. No. I mean, do they count Olympic basketball? 
Oh, and, dude, he's debatably the best Olympic player of all time for U.S. No, he is the best. Yeah. He's not, it's not debatable. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do they count that towards Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not NBA Hall of Fame. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, I remember if you go back and watch the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets, you will see one of the best matchups of all time between Kobe and Carmelo. Oh, yeah. That Denver Mello greatest... was a god. No, that was one of the greatest, like, just battles I've ever seen. They were back and forth the whole time. It was phenomenal basketball. But, yeah, I can't believe people think Mello's not good, man. Blows no. my mind. And, I mean, it's like Hoodie Mello was its own thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, he needs to be sponsored or own that lifetime fitness that he's always shooting in. No, he should be. Yeah, that's a great idea. He's Would always you be mad in that gym. Came to the Kings. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I don't want Melo. I mean, we're talking. I love. Mello? I like the guy. I do not want him. If Melo comes to the Kings, I'm buying a Melo jersey day one, man. That's. I mean, I wouldn't mind a jersey. He'll be gone like, in like a year. It's true. Like I want. I want an Atlanta Melo jersey. Oh, where he? I don't even think he played a game for them. Did he? No, you'd have to custom make it probably. <laughs> <laughs> um and someone still said he was their best player <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's um, probably fair yeah and his shooting splits with the rockets were really 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 bad yeah but, and he's probably the reason that the thunder lost first round to utah oh for sure no he is but yeah. it's like his legacy man i would be happy if he came to the kings he, he hasn't been shooting well but he wasn't a good fit if he takes the right role in the Kings, I think that could definitely put us in the playoffs. I mean, I agree. I think he could be a six man of the year, but I don't think that he wants to take that role unless no, he finally got an ego to. check. Yeah. Because no like where he goes. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes was when he was getting interviewed at OKC. They're like, so are you going to start or come off the bench? He's like, AP, they want me to come off the bench. Yeah. No, I remember it was, that was a great interview. Yeah. Uh, did he even start? Yeah, he started every game. Every game? Yeah. I remember when he fouled out. Oh, that was this highlight as a... <laughs> when he got the technical foul for driving on uh, Nurik. And he got ejected. Uh, because he like... Like, I don't think... It, I thought it was kind of bullshit. But he put like a forearm in Nurik's face when he was driving. They teed him up, second tee of the game, he was gone. Jeez, see, I don't even remember this. That was insane. Dude, I feel like he looks so stupid in the full leggings and both arm sleeves and the headband. I'm like, dude. Hey, man, he's got the drip, all right? (laughs) Dude, it's a little much. Like, that's a guy that if you see him at the local gym, you're like, oh, God, this guy. Like, Oh, right? That guy's always trash. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. You're like, dude, what is happening right now? Um, I think it's New York. I think it's the New Yorker and a man. He used to wear Tim's everywhere. I think he still does. Being in New York for that long can change people. They had Chris Tapps Porzingis saying dead ass, B. Yeah, dude, I, can't. I cannot believe someone. that. He dunked on someone and yelled, fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, New York changes people. <laughs> it's oh, super yeah. funny to me. And I think Washington does too because he had John Wall throwing up gang signs. Yeah. 
John Wall's kind of like that, though. John Wall's a person that oh, I yeah. wouldn't want to fight. John Wall Baines, dude. Like, did you see that Draymond Green went at uh, Nene? I Nene would obliterate Draymond Green in a fight. Probably. I mean, Nene's a little Nene older has, now. He has a black belt, dude. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. No, give me. I mean, <laughs> what, if, what if Draymond's would... quick enough to kick him in the balls, though? <laughs> Draymond's the worst. Uh, he's my least favorite player in the league. I can't stand that man. <laughs> Anytime that Draymond get like, did you see Draymond went down with an injury right in front of Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr didn't even know. Yes, it was so funny. Steve Kerr didn't realize, and then he looked down. He's like, "Oh, one of my players." Yeah, dude, that's so funny. I would, I mean, it, I would probably hate Draymond less if uh, he didn't play for the Warriors. Yeah, well, it's the complaining. He, he does, and it's the dirtiness and just the douchebaggery yeah and the ego man he drives me insane he's like he's like chris paul is to you yeah well see the thing is is that like like i said rondo's my favorite player of all time so like rondo's insanely chippy man oh yeah oh yeah it's real bad and rondo knocked the shit out of chris paul in the beginning of the season (laughs) dude i loved that i was like i was losing my mind when that happened and uh, Tess, my girlfriend was sitting next to me. She didn't under she she was like, Why are you freaking out so bad? I'm like, This doesn't you, happen. And then Brandon Ingram really flies in with the Superman. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, what is happening? What a start to the season. That was like ten second games. Second game. The second game. Was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was ridiculous. I was like, okay. When that happened, I knew this was gonna be a fun season, which oh it really God. has. This has been a great season. It's been so much fun. I, I didn't know what to do with my life for those for that week. Yeah, and I mean, I usually miss football quite a bit i haven't really missed football at all okay well we've never really talked about this who's your football team the steelers man oh, i'm glad that God. you're not you you're not that big of a football guy right no i'm not but i'm easily okay. a niner fan okay that's good i thought you were gonna say the patriots and i was gonna have to end i this mean podcast. i root for the patriots no come on <laughs> did you watch the super bowl the super bowl this year sucked i oh yeah and i will never i will my mom's like, oh, who do you want to win? I'm like, mom, it is never the L.A. team. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. And it was kind of – this was the only Super Bowl that I just didn't really care about because the Rams shouldn't have even been there. It should have been the Saints. Yeah, oh, my God, I would have loved Brady Breeze. Oh, right, and then that call just totally robbed the Saints. We've never talked about football on here, but that call was absurd. Yeah. The pass I mean, interference call that everyone oh, yeah. called, it was, like, famous for a while. Yeah, I thought like people were calling for like the game to be replayed. Uh, Saints players were tweeting like the rules at Roger Goodell, saying that like if an unjust action happens, they can replay the game, replay the game from the spot. I mean, it could have been pass interference, hit on the defensive receiver, uh, and uh, something else. But oh, helmet to helmet. But if they would have replayed the game, Los Angeles would have rioted. Oh yeah, and no matter what, someone was rioting. Um, but yeah, I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> so will you give me Antonio Brown for like a sixth round pick? At this point, probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's dude. He's wilding out too much, and his trade value is going down the toilet. Oh yeah, I think that's why he's doing it. Um, I don't. He wants to leave though. Why would he mess with his trade value if he wants to leave? Yeah, that's true. And but he's also like, I, what really threw me off was him talking about money so much. Where he just he's really trying to get a bag like. No, he is for sure, and I mean, he kind of needs it for lawyer fees right now. After he pushed a woman, <laughs> yeah, threw a bunch enough. of stuff off of his penthouse, yeah, like onto people down below. Real bad. The dude, the dude's 
a nut job right now. But and he used to be one of my favorite players. But yeah. our Steelers are falling apart, man. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. Yeah. We're all we're losing it, man. At okay, least, so you got some okay. Is fair. You got a nice backup though. And then you yeah. got you Juju got Juju on. and yeah. James Conner. They're solid. Yeah. So you're forty nine ers not left sense, though. Being from being from California. Yeah, exactly. From the Bay. I mean, the new Niner Stadium was right next door to where I lived. And my dad was a Raider fan growing up, but, like, Raider fans are just notoriously, like, kind of thugs. They are. <laughs> I mean, no, for Raiders a lack fans. of a better word. Raiders, Bengals, and I would honestly close to say Bears are some of the worst fan bases in the NFL. Yeah. Like I mean, there people was, used to get jumped outside of Raiders Stadium. Yeah, there was a gang in the area that I kind of lived in that wore Raider stuff. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's different. Guess it's I'm a, a Niner fan. Thing. Yeah, Niners are, I mean, being from Washington, that was kind of our, our, our rival for a while. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I'm also a Seahawks, Seahawks fan. Oh, my God. There's a big, uh, there's big rivalry here. The only us. worst answer was the Cowboys second to oh, the Seahawks. Oh, the Cowboys are the worst, man. Yeah, no. I'm glad we agree on that. Fuck the Cowboys, fuck the Lakers. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, how about, you know, Robert, oh, Robert God. just got busted. Oh, That's God. I heard there's a bigger name involved, too. Donald Sterling. It has to be. Oh, God, I could see it. <laughs> no, that or Goodell. Oh, my God. God, Dude. if it's Goodell, I would lose my mind. I would love it. Or if it's like one of the buses from the Lakers. Oh, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice. I'd be happy. Or if it, yeah, I don't know. That'd be pretty interesting. I wonder if it's an NBA person. I hope it's not. No, hopefully not. I'd rather, I, I'd rather it all stay with football. Oh, God. What if it's Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I could not imagine it. And you know there has to be a video. Like, an FBI agent watched Kraft get rubbed off. Oh, God. Dude, yeah, right? That's exactly, job. exactly. <laughs> and you know he was wearing some dress shirt, like... Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, it's bad. It's, uh... I couldn't see Tom Brady cheating on Giselle. Oh, Giselle's dude. stupid hot. No, 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 I think he's too busy um, kissing his kids. And his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to back to basketball. Oh yeah, this is a basketball podcast, huh? I know, right? We just got totally sidetracked. <laughs> um, what I mean, do you think that we are gonna? We kind of got distracted when we were talking about the Kings and the seven seed being two games behind them. Um, do you think we overtake them? What's the sixth seed at? Is the that sixth even seed a, is the is Jazz, and they're only one game above San Antonio. So we're two games behind the sixth seed, and we're three games behind the five seed. What a tight race down below. Yeah. Who's the five seed? That's Portland, right? It's Houston. Really? Yeah, but I think Houston okay. is not going to be losing Houston's out right the, now. Houston's the third best team in the West. Yeah, behind OKC. Behind OKC, and then obviously Golden, yeah, Golden State, and then I think it's almost a toss-up between Portland and Denver. Yeah, I would say the same, and then probably Utah, and then anybody, and then the Kings. Us. Yeah, yeah, it can't not be. We're not worse than the Lakers. We're not worse than the Clippers. 
The Spurs. We're pretty I would damn probably close to take us in a series over the Spurs. Oh, me too. Well, uh, I mean, the series thing is just so much of it is coaching. Yeah, it is, and Popovich is arguably the best coach ever. Yeah. I mean, is that too much of a hot take? I mean, he's, no. He's one of the so. best coaches of all time. Yeah. Who would you say is best coach ever? Brad Stevens? Oh, of course. No, <laughs> Dave Yeager. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but who would you say is the best NBA coach of all time? I don't like I Phil Jackson. Yeah, I'm not a Phil Jackson Because guy. I think he was Scottie more Pippen. so of a personality manager than necessarily a great coach. You see, Scottie Pippen said that Phil Jackson would... Uh, Lead this Laker team to a championship. I did not, dude. Scotty, they need Pippen to take that mic away from Scottie some Pippen. shit when he's talking. No, he really, times. Is. <laughs> he really, like, is. yeah, bizarre thing. <laughs> he looks like he's gone too. It's I'm like, ever dude, are, like, are wife, you here? Dude. Like, someone needs to snap in his face. Like, dude, wake up. <laughs> it's ever since the, ever since Future started sleeping with his wife, <laughs> <laughs> which is the weirdest. <laughs> Inside beef. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Imagine Future and Scotty Pippen like going at it. That would be the Future funniest. Would, or Scotty Pippen would whoop the shit out of him. Oh yeah. But like Scotty Pippen's like twice his size. Yeah. And then no, isn't also pretty... Russell Wilson somehow in there? Or am I crazy? Sierra is Russell Wilson's married to Sierra, who had a kid with Future. Okay. Okay. Dude, I want to yeah. see those three guys all sit down and have a drink. I think Russ would come out on top if they all fought. I yeah at this point yeah yeah I mean Scottie Pippen's too old. Future's <laughs> gonna bring the whole gang behind him though he's definitely gonna be strapped. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an interesting uh, interesting <laughs> dilemma. You didn't okay, coach of all time. Who you got? Okay, sorry, sorry, Pop. No, you're fine. Pop. Who? Popovich. Pop. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, if we're not counting college coaches, because I think the greatest basketball coach of all time is John Wooden or okay. Coach K. Okay. I like Coach both K. Those. Didn't Coach K? I've heard. I want to say. I hope it's not true. Didn't Coach K just get caught in some kind of controversy? I didn't hear about this. If he did, okay, maybe I'm just tripping. I don't Hopefully remember. Not. But yeah, Coach the K other is big great. name involved. He's <laughs> he's phenomenal, man. Best coaches of all time, in my opinion. But John Wooden, you can't you can't hate on John Wooden, dude. He's the best. Yeah, I think Pat Riley's up there too. Okay, yeah, and I would say uh, Tom Thibodeau for sure. Uh, yeah, you know. Who do you think is the worst active coach right now? I mean, Igor Kokroskov, or however you say it, the Suns coach, but he's also a rookie coach, so you kind of get a pass there a little bit. You kind of do get a pass, yeah. Um, oh, uh, I think Scott Brooks, the Wizards coach. Yeah, Scott Brooks is awful. I think they only brought him there because KD really liked him, and they were trying to get KD to come home. No, that makes sense. And they need to give up on it now. Like They need to give up on it. Yeah, he's a king. Yeah. I already ordered my Kevin Durant custom-made Kings jersey. It's it's <laughs> on the way. <laughs> um, oh, this, also, the, we should take this time to talk about our merch. Oh, yes. Have, merch, have you gotten it yet? Uh, I have not. Mine is on the way. I need to get a tweet out. Um, I'll talk to you about that later. But if you go over to uh, PulsePodcastNetwork.com, go to shop. You can scroll down, check out Royalty Basketball merch. Pretty sweet stuff. Brendan's friend actually designed it. Uh, yes. It looks, it looks very super good. good. It looks so cool. I would say 
I mean, this might be a hot take, but I think we have the best merch of anybody in Pulse. No hot takes. No hot take. That is perfect. Uh, it is the, the best. only other dude is that like oh, it's a weird name. It's like Ian's something oh, the, entertainment. Yeah, it's the uh, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh cover. Yeah, the he has a I don't know his might get claimed. <laughs> He's got the terrible tally. Oh, interesting. From South Park, but he yeah. has another one that's super cool. It says yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of good Pretty ones. Rad. So definitely check out the Pulse Podcast Network shop. Yeah, yeah ours has. Should. It says royalty basketball on the front in a cool purple with a little bit of like a neon almost to it and like a shade. And there's a crown over the R and royalty. And then on the back, it says the same thing and has the future starting five pretty much or the future five that we're really going to roll with. Assumingly is says Fox and they're in all the guys numbers right below it. Fox, Buddy, Barnes, Bagley, Giles. And I respect your decision to leave bogey out of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. I almost wanted to put him like maybe under your armpit or something, but like. <laughs> no, that's where Casas Kufis goes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. We'll put like a Shumper <laughs> bogey, shout out somewhere. Bogey deserves right underneath the starting lineup. Right underneath Buddy Healed can be Bogey. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we'll make a six man so of the year shirt for Bogey. I did see that uh, Trey Burke's getting some minutes. Alex Burke. Oh, Alec Burke's getting some yeah. minutes. He. He's Trey Burke. Interesting. Yeah, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alec Burke got some minutes against the Rockets. He's underperforming, overperforming. What do you think? He I think look, he's right on pace. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable. He like doesn't. He, but him and Barnes almost look like they're obviously still getting used to everything. But it seems like they don't want to. Both of them really like to have the ball in their hand. But it seems like they don't want to screw up what's already going on. So they're yeah. really hesitant. And once that they break out of that, I think they're both going to be really nice. Yeah, and I think that Barnes has adapted a little bit better than Burke. Yeah. Burks? Burke or Burks? Burks, I believe. Burks, I think yeah. so too, yeah. Interesting last name. Um I'm the worst with names, man. I gotta tighten up. It's all good, it happens. There's some <laughs> um, difficult ones. Onto Takumpo. Uh, I have no problem with Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I don't, don't think you said that right. I said that right. Antetokounmpo. Uh, <laughs> I think you said it different that time, man. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Antetokounmpo. Oh, jeez. Dude, normally normally I can do this. Normally I can do this. I swear. Antetokounmpo. There's no Tutu. It's Antetokounmpo. All right. All right, sure. We're going to have to ask Shaq. Okay, yeah, that's good with me. No, um, Shaq is absolutely terrible. Actually, he's really good at butchering the name. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But, um, okay, so do you... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Do you have regrets sorry. of seeing how good Otto Porter is doing right now? No. Because... I it, don't yet, but I could see I'm it. I'm happy with what we gave up for Harrison Barnes. That is true. Like, they gave up Bobby Portis, who is... A better player than Justin Jackson. Like oh, for we sure. would have had Bobby to give Porter's up a little more. Really well. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's the Is reason that all they that gave up? I'm good with Barnes. Bobby Portis and There was some more, I thought. There was. There's did you see the the speculation that Otto Porter Otto yeah. Otto Porter good with names, huh? Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain's kids. It, oh yes, because the side by side they look the same. The resemblance yeah. is uncanny. Yeah, 
And Wilt says that he slept with whatever. Oh, this is true. Yeah. 20,000 girls. Shout out to Wilt. Uh, yeah, no kidding. So the um, other guy that was involved in that was Jabari Parker. Oh. Who is not good. Is whoa, not good. Whoa, no, whoa, see, see, I was whoa. wondering if you're one of these guys. <laughs> whoa, no, man. He's not. When he was in college. I knew this was coming. He was good in college, but he does not try. He's interesting. He's just been injury plagued, man. Dude, no. The series last year against Milwaukee, it was the same thing as Melo on the Thunder. He is the reason that the Celtics won that series. Because he could not play defense. I watched like a 10-minute highlight reel of him being out of place on defense and being the reason the Celtics scored just in that seven-game series. It's hard to defend when your knees rubber. (laughs) I guess, but like why is he even in the game? You know, like... I, I get what you're saying. He's been injured, but like, yes. like the potential said, is there. Wiggins when they were in college. He was I mean, Duke Wiggins is the same guy team. to me that it's like, you just need to try. It's all there. That's fair enough. Yeah. I am happy with what we gave up for Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Because we gave up, according to that Spurs fan, Josh Jackson <laughs> and, <laughs> and Zebo. and Zebo didn't even play. It's just our and weed Zeebo man. Zebo wasn't going to play anymore. Yeah. He was kind of like our 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 weed man. Locker room. Yeah. And <laughs> the only loss that I'm really bummed out about is Amon. Oh yeah. And I every I time would, I look at Burks, I'm like, dude, you better be better than Shepard. And at this point right now, I would rather have Amon on our team than Alex Burks, but who knows? Hopefully I eat those words because yeah. once Burks gets kind of warmed up to the offense and finds a role. But it was Amon was, you know, man, Amon was on Amon was the scores. Amon was the locker room. Yeah, hundred percent. He gave and that team a swag. He did, and De'Aaron Fox was sad. Yeah, De'Aaron can't blame Fox him. tweeted and then deleted it. It was one of those situations. He yeah. tweeted like the sad face and then took it down pretty quickly because he realized that was a dumb thing to do. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Alec Burks better perform. <laughs> Hopefully, we didn't lose him on for no reason. Yeah, who might be injured right now? Because I just watched the, a couple of like Rocket games and Barnes? he wasn't playing. Would you give up a Mon for Harrison Barnes? Yes. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to because there is that attachment. But, yeah, I think Barnes is way better. And he fits the timeline. To be fair, though, my buddy who uh, I go play basketball with a lot, he's like 6'6". And he played uh, in California in college, actually, at, like, Ventura. Okay. Um, he grew up in Colorado, and he said that uh, Harrison Barnes played at Boulder. Okay. And so he said that in Colorado, Harrison Barnes was, like, the man for a long time. And so he said that we should be super happy about that trade because Harrison Barnes can ball out. Oh, yeah, I think he can, too. Like, I mean... Like I said, I'm kind of originally from the Bay. Everyone loved Barnes. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. But then didn't he kind of I also you guys a championship yeah, a little bit? He, he disappeared in the finals. But, I mean, it's like expecting a super young guy to perform on the biggest stage. But Yeah, it's tough. I also did notice that he was the primer for KD. So, Yeah, you know, that's very true. Everything points to Sacramento getting KD. It's almost yeah, that's also very true. 
He's on the way. Right, man. Harrison Barnes' pitch for everyone is going to be like, you know, if you get me, KD's next. All right, man. I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope that's what this means. So and I hope that KD brings DeMarcus with him. <laughs> me too. Me too. That is my favorite storyline is Boogie coming back. Right? Wouldn't that fit oh everything God. perfectly? Give me him over Willie Cauley-Stein 20 times out of 10. Oh, if we had him over Willie Cauley-Stein, we would be like fifth seed right now. I agree. And I don't think anybody could really argue that. Yeah. Okay, so. And especially staying healthy. And now that he's like, for some reason, decided to learn to hit threes. Yeah, and he always loved Sacramento. Like, he didn't want to leave until they just couldn't win. That same friend who's from California said that Sacramento as a city kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm right next to Sacramento now. And like, I mean, there's he said it's a rough do. city. There's nothing. Yeah. To do. Yeah, it is very rough. I mean, there's nice areas that's like 20 minutes away, but I mean, as a city <laughs> so itself, So it kind of yeah. makes sense that Boogie would like it then, you know? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, But we also, he also had Matt Barnes there, and Matt Barnes was like Boogie's buddy. Yeah. As much of a douchebag Matt Barnes was. Yeah. Shout out Derek Matt Fisher. Matt Barnes is the worst. Yeah. Matt <laughs> Barnes is the worst. Yeah. I think we can agree on that. He's probably the, my least favorite king that's ever played for us besides Costas. I liked Barnes just because of the We Believe Warriors. I got a soft spot for all those guys. Fair enough. Um, so I have an idea for comparisons. Okay. Compare no prep time on this. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. You're good, man. It's I'm good states. off the spot. States. Okay. I can do that, actually. All right. Uh, Marv, uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, uh, Costas Kufis is okay. Florida. Shots fired at Florida. Yeah. They're both shitholes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I would kind of see Willie Cauley-Stein almost as Florida. No, Willie Cauley-Stein is definitely Florida. That's a much better comparison. Yeah. Ever since he got the face tats, he's become Florida as a person. It's true. So <laughs> My girlfriend calls him uh, prison uncle. Wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> good. It's good. My parents. like someone who's from prison. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I'm so, going to say Buddy Heald is Oklahoma. I was, I agree. For obvious I mean, reasons. Yeah. And he's just like a quiet, hard worker type thing. No, he is for sure. Um, De'Aaron Fox. I'm going to say De'Aaron Fox is California, as cheesy as it sounds. I think I'm going New York. I would, that was my other option. Because it's like fast pace. It doesn't sleep. That's, yeah, yeah exactly. My girlfriend actually also calls him dude who doesn't sleep because oh, Darren wow. Fox always looks exhausted. Yeah, he's up playing 2K all night. He has insane bags under his eyes yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, Let's see. Marvin Bagley. I'm going to say Marvin. It's hard not to just say where they're from. I was yeah. going to say Marvin Bagley's Arizona, but I can't do that. Is he from I'm there? Say, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Or no, he's from, no, he's from California. Uh, I just think he's from Arizona because he played in high school with DeAndre Aiden, played for University of Arizona. Okay. Um, he was I'm born say, in Arizona. It says here. Really? Okay, so I was right. Okay, cool. I'm gonna say he's Texas. Okay. I I want to give him a little more flashiness. Okay, fair like enough. He wants. To, I I mean, I guess he wants to be the guy, and Texas does kind of have that. I I would debate California for him. I'm going to say Hawaii. Ooh, 
Okay. I'll say Hawaii for him. Uh, Harry Giles is Washington. Okay. Because he's cool, you know, collected. <laughs> it is because it's where I'm from. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Actually, Harry Giles. Where would I put Harry Giles on the map? Uh, he could be say, like Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, that works for me. A little unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, Bogey is like In- Connecticut. There you go. Kind of boring, but consistent. Like Indiana. Okay. No, you can't give him Indiana. Indiana's the basketball state. Yeah, that's why I kind of like, I I was thinking of Indiana. I was like, oh man, that's a really good basketball one. I kind of like that for Buddy. Yeah, no, I could see that for Buddy too. Why don't we switch them? Because Bogey's kind of boring, but he's pretty consistent. (laughs) Oh, Bogey could definitely be Oklahoma. No, yeah, he fits that pretty well. Um, Willie Colley Stein's perfect for Florida. Yeah. That's the best comparison yet. Harrison Barnes? Harrison Barnes is not to, it's hard not to put him as Texas. Okay. Why is that? Because he came from the map. Okay. I was going to say North Carolina because he's a UNC guy. Is he really? He is. Okay. Then yeah, that fits, that, that's perfect for me. It's hard not to just say where they played college or where they're from. Yeah. It's a little cheaty. It's a little cheaty. That's why I feel like it's a cop-out for putting Buddy at Oklahoma. Um, it is, but Indiana fits. Who are we missing? Uh, let's say Yogi Ferrell. I'm going to say Alaska <laughs> because he's small but big. Dude, Hawaii. Alaska. Are, are we allowed to double up? Oh, who did we have in Hawaii? Giles? I had Marvin. Oh, okay. Bagley because it's kind of flashy. I can see it's that. kind of... The fantasy, you know? He's definitely a coconut lover. Is he? I have no clue. Oh, okay. I'm a huge <laughs> coconut fan. Coconut's like my favorite flavor. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Coconut's good. Uh, like I said, I work in a coffee shop. I drink coconut flavored coffee all the time. Oh, is that the way to go? Oh, it's so good. You got to try it, dude. All right. I'm um, going to need your coffee uh, your coffee uh, recommendations after this. Okay. Yeah. Just hit me up. Um, Belly, say- the guy that doesn't play anymore. I know, and I love it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to say Belly is Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to outcast him to, like, Montana. Shout out to our Montana oh, listeners if they're there. Yeah, I don't think there are any. Yeah, <laughs> no. Take a is, do people live there? there? No one from Montana yeah. listens to this. Shout Let's out to the horses that are listening. <laughs> Where did you say he was? Wyoming. Okay, yeah. I can't much. disrespect Wyoming too much because my mom and my dad... Both went to University of Wyoming. Okay. I'll be shunned at the next family gathering. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Corey Brewer. Oh, man. Uh, Shout out to his legs, by the way. I know you love those things. small legs is what I was about <laughs> to say. I don't know. Wherever people skip leg day. Um, dude, it looks unnatural. He looks like he's going to snap his legs. <laughs> he has it such a like weird jump shot, too. It looks like he's going to get hurt. Yeah. Just based on how... He's built like his dude. His legs are like the size of my forearms. Yeah, it's my uh, forearms are arguably bigger than his leg, <laughs> like his calves. That's not good. We're gonna need a forearm but picture. Hey, I mean, he's a he's a he's a New Mexico guy. New Mexico, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, who are else? We you missing got? anybody here? 
I feel like Frank I Mason. Feel like we are when we do the comparisons. Frank Mason, I love. I'm sorry, Frank Mason's great. He was ready to throw down with Harden. It's yeah, hard not I, to like him. He's kind of a California guy. I'd say he's California too. I'd say if I had to give Frank Mason a city, it would be Compton. There you go. Or I guess that'd be Willie Cauley Stein. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give him. Cauley Stein's kind of L.A. to me. I'm gonna say Frank Mason's Long Beach. There you go. That's a good one. That is a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Do we have any other? No, I'm looking any at the other? list of guys here. I'm pretty sure that we got through it here. I always, I mean, I Alec Burks. Rattle off. Alec Burks. Uh, we don't really know yet. Maybe you just put him back in Ohio. Because I don't know anything that goes on in Tennessee. It's kind of, <laughs> mysteri- it's kind of mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best example. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I'm good with that. I, I can't tell you what goes on in Tennessee. Yeah, no, apparently there's some you know, hot girls. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I couldn't tell you. All right, man. Did you want to? You want to do? Hop on the outro. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for listening to this ep- episode of Royalty Basketball. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Tick Blitz, and like I said, like we said, the merch at the Pulse Podcast Network. That is PulsePodcastNetwork.com. You can check out the shops there and all the other great podcasts that are part of the network as well. And follow us on Twitter at Royalty Basketball. And you will hear from us again in not too long, guys. Later.